Okay, thanks for joining our Fate of Midgard game, Stranded in the Southlands. I'm your Game Master Porter, and tonight we have the full crew with us, Aaron, Tiffany, and Brendan. So, um, Aaron, go ahead and introduce us to your character. I play Eleanor Westergaard, and she is a beguiling magical slayer, um, with venom in my veins being her trouble. The other aspects that she has are fantastical facades, Westergaard family business, and Lady on a Mission. She still has her negative energy ward and her fancy whip equipped. Tiffany, go ahead. I play Mira Barkridge. She is a well-meaning, eccentric, earthen enchantress. She does not kill, uh, which has caused a lot of trouble for us, and as we're about to see. <laughs> and uh, her other aspects are horticulture for hire, herbalist hobbyist. She is the caretaker of the figs. Now you get the thorns. She also has the negative energy ward and the staff of summer flame. Excellent. And Brendan. Thanks for having me again. Uh, I will be playing Yolok, the kobold treasure, uh, the kobold slippery treasure hunter. Uh, his trouble aspect is getting in is no problem. Getting out, on the other hand. Yolok is also beneath notice, has an eye for antiques, and has complete dedication to the mistresses. Equipped currently, he has his Marodi stiletto uh, and the King Killer dagger with the aspect driven by King Killer. So, Aaron, remind us what happened last time. So, last time we um, started at the front of the pyramid. And I glamoured myself to look like Skullhead, which was the big knight that was killed, uh, Flaming Skull. Anyway, I had an awesome role. I think I spent some fake points, so it was a very good disguise. Um, then I pulled the whole, what did we call it? It was like the Chewbacca, what was that? The Wookiee Prisoner Gag. The Wookiee Prisoner Gag. <laughs> We pulled that, and we marched right into the pyramid. We went right past the torture-slash-lab chamber where they do all their experiments. Um, we went into a great hall where we saw Meshkenet coming down the elevator and went out the front of the pyramid with a bunch of were-tigers. Um, we also picked up a little guard along the way who kind of helped us get into the elevator, helped us work it to get down to the dungeons where we encountered a very fun skeleton modeled after the skeleton from the last unicorn. <laughs> and the way that we were able to get past him was Mira was very clever and she created these decadent grapes. Well, actually she um, had like little raisins, I think that would like plump up that became juicy grapes. So that the skeleton could remember what it tasted or felt like to have a grape. And so then he led us into the dungeon, and we went down a couple of, well, like a hallway or two. Um, it was quite sad. There was a lot of sad little prisoners in there. We opened the door for one of them. And then as we got down, we found Tomlin. Hooray! That was like the whole mission, and we have Tomlin now. But, dun-dun-dun, there was clawing coming down as we saw Nick Kumba emerge and he has a hand. His, like, hand and his little um, sorcerer's gauntlet is back. So we're in big trouble. And with that, we're going to pick right up there. And I will add one thing is that 
your clue your cue before you actually saw him was that you all started sinking into the ground. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I was hoping you were going to forget that. Absolutely <laughs> no. not. So uh, there is beans. an there is a scene so there's a couple where there's a couple scene aspects at play here. So we have this is a narrow hallway. Okay. First of all. Um it, it and the ground is um is uh stone to clay. He has basically turned it into soft, muddy clay, and who knows when it might what else might happen with it. Um and as he came down the hall, note as well that he's not actually walking on said ground, he's just hovering. So the whole hallway is like this, I'm assuming. Yes. Or at least the area you're in, is the area Tomlin around you. Is sinking in his cell? No. Did we open the cell door for we Tomlin? We did not. You did not get So we there just yet. see Tomlin You were about to do that, and then Nakumba okay. appeared. Okay. Yes. Okay, so are we doing popcorn initiative? We are, we are gonna, we, we are gonna roll for initiative. Okay. Well, let's do it. All right. So, as, so just to clarify the floor, because my wheels are already spinning. As far as we can tell, only our immediate surroundings are sinking. Correct. And Nakumba is floating. We don't know that he is floating because the entire hallway is sinking. Yeah, you can see that he's floating. Like, he's just, he's clearly not, like, taking steps towards you. Um, but I'm wondering if he's doing that to avoid the floor that he created the entire hallway, or did he just, in our immediate vicinity, make us sink? So you can't tell the the area no yet enough. that is affected. It's definitely an area the area around you. Um, so yeah, that's not a thing you're sure. So Nakumba is floating down the hall, dragging his uh his skeletal clawed hand against the wall while his other hand is uh, making some magical gestures, presumably affecting your your uh, the ground underneath you. And his eyes are glowing a fell green fire, uh, and he, everything about him looks thin and dry and desiccated and mangy, um, and his, uh, his once fine robes just look messed up. Um, except for the, the, uh, clawed hand, his old magical glove is, uh, that he had before is replaced with a new one, and that is by far the shiniest, nicest thing on him. Everything else looks pretty ragged, but that is probably a, a, uh, pity gift from Mesh Kennet. And it's a glove? He w- yeah his 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 arcane implement is a is like a a a chain jeweled glove, and that's what you slice cool. when when you did when you cut his hand off last time you were you were cutting his spell casting hand off. Yeah, yeah. Just a reminder: we have potions that we have not used. Remember, this is true. Uh, way back when, when we were trying to get to Nuri, and we met that traitor, and we have a potion of invisibility, we have a potion of speed, we have a potion of strength, and we have two potions of healing that we have not used. True. That is true, and it even says that we have our invisibility potion is invisible to undead. 
Hmm. Wait, is Nukumba undead? He, we were just discussing this. He is definitely undead. Oh, man. Yeah, she did a number on him. Well, sweet. He probably spent a fair amount of time in that lab upstairs. Um, we have a negative energy ward against undead. So that that is some. So yeah, that's a really good point for us to clarify what that means right now. Is that is something where um, if uh, that gives you justification to invoke any against any of his any like necromantic effects that are like for like exam for example like an energy drain or a mm. vampire's mind control or you know or if you know you who knows what nakumba might try to do to you but if it falls under the like necromantic negative energy kind of effect on you mm-hmm. you can invoke that for a for a bonus against it okay okay you can also you could also um, spend an action to quote unquote charge it up with some free invokes that you can have ready. So that's uh, that's how you might use that. Okay. But it gives you justification to um, to resist things. Cool. Okay. So, are there any questions before? Oh, and uh, the the um, the stone to mud floor has two free invokes on it. Two. Okay. Two free okay. invokes. Okay. That is his spell that he got off at the beginning. I've got a plan. Okay, so everyone roll fast. <laughs> I have a plus uh, two. I have uh, five. Three. Unsurprisingly, Yolok will go first. Okay. (laughs) What does Yolok do? So he's, he is, uh, the, he is one zone away from you. You are not in the same zone right now. Uh, can we table talk for a sec? Sure. Do we want to try and fight him outside the cell, or do we want to try and draw him in the cell? You so haven't unlocked the door we ha- yet. I really, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. I really want to use my whip to, like, get around his leg and pull him down into the mud with us. Okay. Okay. That's what I want to do. Or try to do. Okay. Um. And we hack his arm off. <laughs> we steal I mean, head. if we could get... It would take him more work if he wanted to quicksand another floor. That would take more time if we could get him to the other side of a locked door. But then again, it would take you longer to get a door open. Presumably that would be an action. And we don't know that he, we could get him into a narrow door. I think, I think, uh, I think Yolok is ready to put his body between this kitty and uh and the mistresses <laughs> uh i i have a stunt called nimbleness yes. that i've never actually used yet uh where i gain plus two to overcome when moving through zones when opposed by creatures larger than you uh would the floor that is turning to mud be considered a creature larger than me no that is um I, I, so the spirit of that stunt is like kobolds or halflings or gnomes like darting around the legs of people trying to block them but in the spirit sure. of it i 
I, I'd let I'm it apply. I'm a lighter here. being. I'm not yeah. sinking as fast. I'll let it apply. Okay, well, I'm going to run towards him and get as close as I can. Perhaps I don't attack this turn, but I'm going to uh, close mm-hmm. the gap, get within striking distance, and, uh, yeah, draw his attention away from the mistresses. Okay, so go ahead and make an overcome check. Difficulty two. <laughs> Okay. Uh, fast? Yes. Okay. Uh, I got a one on the dice and three, so four. Okay. So he is going uh, to... And did you say I do or do not get to apply nimbleness? You here? can apply nimbleness. So does that make you okay. a six? That's a six. Okay. He is going to spend both of the free invokes from the... Uh, um. Well, was that wrong? Yes, keeping Yolok out of his face is... So yes, he's going to spend two of his free invokes, um, and he is... uh, And that will actually bring it up to a tie. Um, And... So he will actually spend one of his fate points on that as well to uh, make you fail by two. He he really doesn't want that. This is his opening gambit, so I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on it. So oh, he is clearing well, now, clearing the board of this opening because uh, he want you re- he really wants to keep you away. He has um, memories of your last encounter. He yeah. knows how it ended. <laughs> Ooh. Mira and Eleanor, do you think I should try to outfate point this fool? I mean, in his face? it's been a few years, but it would drain him of his if he decides to go toe-to-toe fate point to fate point with you. So note that, just want to make clear that a, a fate point from you will bring it to a tie. A tie, yep. Which will be a success at a cost. I don't know. I don't know that it's worth it because how many fate points do you still do you have right now? Three. You have three. I have two. How many do you have, Mira? I have three. We still have a big pyramid to get through, and we are not getting any refreshes until after we get out. We still have a lot to do. I don't think I would do it. Okay. I mean, he hasn't attacked yet, so you're not going to get hurt. Yeah, but that means that means that I can't. I'm spending a I'm spending a fate point to leverage these narrow halls to gain purchase uh, on on loose stones and gates as I'm getting dragged down into the muck and pulling myself uh, towards him with every bit of kobold strength that I have. So you're you so you're already using a fate point. No, no, I'm no. going to use a fate point oh, to do you're this. Do it. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, I would. So in that case, you will make it through the zone, and you will be in his zone. Mm-hmm. And since it's a success at a cost, I'd say, uh, how about he gets a? How about he gets a? boost uh that you are that you are that you are mucky you're still slowed and drag you're dragging your way through forcefully but it is a drag so he's got a boost sound good but you are successful 
And I get to choose you do. You who choose. is next. Yeah, uh, pick me. Or not. I I want to pick you. <laughs> but but you're not going to. But I feel like if we force Nakumba to take his turn now, then we get after his turn we get a grand total of five combat turns before he gets to go again. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, sure. If we do popcorn and pick each other, yeah. and do a full round and then back Unless again. Unless he brings he someone again. else into the group. We don't know what else is in the shadows. I'm just or saying. in the other cells or what he's capable of. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, but we're gonna have to face him. We're gonna have to face that stuff at some point. But what if we do you, me, Mira? That's that gives <laughs> us three, and then him. He's gonna go twice, and I'm right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let him go. See what All he's right. gonna. See what yeah, Nakumba. I I pass it to Nakumba. Okay. All right then. So. Funny you should mention. No! Guys! You guys! <laughs> I'm not even making it up. It's written right there. Oh my gosh, why? Why? So, suddenly. No, this is good. This re- is good. Remember how dark it was before? No. Nope. Nope. You suddenly, said it was very clearly lit and there were no shadows lurking no! in the background. Well, suddenly there is light flaring uh, as Brendan. cell doors open. Brendan! And skeletons, uh, a, a handful of skeletons come lumbering out of the other cells, and they all burst into flame. Okay, Whatever, I want I've to killed let skeletons you know before. that I still look like Skullhead. I have not dropped that glamour. You said I could have it as long as I wanted. You did. I thought you dropped it, but okay. no, I have no, not. No, she dropped, dropped the act. She started talking in her normal voice, but she kept. The oh movement. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you dropped the act. Okay. Alright, that's fine. I just want you to know. Okay. Note that these are not the dead with the capital D. That the, these are these are flaming skeletons in the service of Nakumba. So. Okay. Um, are they physical or are they like? An they are illusion? not ephemeral. They are they are they're physical. Well, until you interact with them, you're not sure. But they're definitely not like ephemeral ghostly flaming skeletons yeah they're They're not you know flaming skeletons your 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 senses give you every indication to believe that they are physical flaming skeletons so um and there are a handful of them coming out um from around nakumba into his zone so there's three a group of three of them in his zone and there's another group of three that are in, in the zone with uh, Eleanor and Mira. Okay. So, uh, little little mini groups. So there's to six. Aid. There's six flaming skeletons. Yes. Okay. Yes. Easy. So, um, now. What kills flaming skeletons? A bucket of water. Is that it? I put out the no, fire. I'm Sweet, Mira, get in that pack of yours. 
Oh, I got, I if got you notions had a flask coming of endless water. Back. That would be a really interesting solution to flaming. Skeletons. I'm pretty sure Mira has one of those. I don't think she does, but you know. Okay, so um, Nakumba will now actually uh, will now actually take his turn. And those are the reinforcements joining him. I don't remember handing the turn to the reinforcements to move into new zones. Yeah, I definitely don't remember that either. They're not actually taking a turn. They're appearing. So they're providing you with a punching bag. Guys, this is a boss fight. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so... Um, for Nakuma's actual <laughs> action... Um, he is going to, he, he, both of his hands reach down and he lifts up as if he, he gestures as if he's, uh, as if he's trying to like lift you up from the ground underneath, um, Yolok. And a giant, like out of the mud, two giant hand shapes mirroring his own reach out and like grab hold of, of, uh, of Yolok. Oh. So, um, okay. he is casting, this is a spell, Earthen Grasp, and he is going to, it, it will basically grab you and grab, you know, so, and, uh, and, uh, squeeze you and such. So, um, he is, you can, uh, e avoid it just like you would avoid any other kind of physical attack. Yola. Fast. Makes sense. So... Ooh, he did not roll. Well, he has a two. Okay, I'm looking at a plus one on the dice. Uh, so that's a four. A two. Okay, so he is going to use his boost that he got from your last, uh, your last tie, and that will give him a four. So that makes him a, uh, also a, uh, a tie. Um, so. That would, um, would you like to change that result? Um, yeah, I'm gonna use evasion, uh, Ooh. where once per scene I gain plus two when defending with fast against a physical attack or area effect. Yep, yep, that's so totally I, I dramatically dodge and roll out of the way, um, uh, behind him. Okay, so he is going... I am going to actually spend one of my DM fate points. Draining uh, the pool here. his aspect cunning animator. And the as you leap as you leap through, the hands are going to be following you. So that's going to keep us at a tie. Okay. Uh... So if that... What a tie will mean is that you will get grabbed. He will succeed. But... Um, there will be no, uh, there would be no free invokes on it, but the aspect would be established. So that aspect would allow him to, like, actively oppose you trying to attack him or doing all, a bunch of stuff. Presumably um, bad. Am I still in the same zone as him? You are still in the same zone as him unless you want to use your evasion stunt to exit the zone. I, I spent a fate point to get here. Sure I want to stay so I here. assumed you wanted to stay. I'm just making sure you know the option. Uh, yes. So I, I will, I, I'm, yeah, let's accept this result. Okay. So you are, uh. I'm no are... longer mucky. I am, however, grabbed. Yes, you are earthen grasped. 
So big, giant, muddy hands that are the size of, like, you know, you are, like, grappling with you right now. Okay, so that is his turn. Um, Eleanor and Mira, you are face to face with some flaming skeletons that have moved in but have not are not yet attacking you. Um, and it is now Eleanor's turn. Um, before I go, can I just make sure that the aspect this is it stone to floor? Is that the one that we have two invokes on? What was it? The they bent those in. They've, the yeah, aspect is still in play. Oh, so we can't use that. So those are his. Those were his aspects. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, he had those. So he's well, already spent right. them. So at this the point, aspect is still there. Yeah, the aspect invoke. is still there. So and and the aspect is is uh is stone to mud. Sorry, um, the aspect is still in play. He has spent all of the free invokes on it. However, okay, okay, um, so it is still a muddy, nasty floor, but that's hard to move around. Okay. Um, I want to use my whip. Okay. And I want to, uh, I want to whip it around his. I want to whip it good, and I want to whip it around his ankle and grasp him with it, so I can pull him into the mud. Okay. I think to do that, I think you need to get into his zone. I think you. I think that is a great strategy. I don't. I think you can hit him with your whip. I don't think you have the length to pull off that kind of maneuver. Okay, can from I move this far away? Can I move into his zone? Just like Brendan had to do. That is that is going to be a move to get out of this zone. And that so is that, an action. So that will take my entire turn. Correct. Could I? Could I offer uh, another table talk moment here? Go yeah. for it. Uh, we, we have, this is, I, I feel like this is sort of our moment of opportunity where we, we get our consecutive sort of chunk of attacks. Um, and, uh, I, it, in my opinion, we should, we should try to be like single-minded on getting rid of Nakumba. He's kind of the big threat in my, in my mind. So spending a turn to move might not be the most, uh, effective way uh, unless unless you think that like in pulling him down into the ground we can get some like really good invokes for free i was just thinking if we could get him into his own mud then we could yeah. actually get on him physically yeah would let us could you do something else at range where you could whip from your zone like around his wrist that's and what like she was trying to do recoil that is what no, she was not trying to think to him into the ground not to move him but to maybe like bind like, his hands or gra- or just pull the glove off or in some way pull the whip back and not affect his position but to just remove something maybe that's just as far a reach as it would be yes. to sink yeah, his person that's what that's I, actually that's what a really saying. good a really good point though i, I mean yeah maybe being on him is is the way to be just because that gives us options like drag him down in the mud or bind his hands with the whip because like all of his magic seems to be you know hand based yeah i just want to get him out of the air floating above us yep where cool. we can touch him um, sweet so you're saying i can't do that from where i'm at correct is there anything above him that you could whip that you could maybe make 
fall on him, like Wiley e. Coyote style, like an anvil or a piano or <laughs> I would like a piano. loose brick or a flaming sconce or something. There is an anvil right there, actually. <laughs> it, this is in the realm of de- using a fate point to declare a story detail. It has to, it's up to the judgment of the table when something makes sense or is just cheesy as hell. So, you know, an anvil over his head? Probably not. If there's like a flaming sconce on the wall, you know, in the general vicinity above his head. I think we've established that there are no flaming sconces down here. There are empty sconces along the Mm. walls that are along the sides of the walls. The... Mm. Eleanor is yes. in deep thought over there. You couldn't, like, <laughs> remove, like, if it's, like, iron bolted to the wall, she couldn't pull it from free from the stone. So, okay, so he's room. too far away. So if we whip, we can't reach him with the with the length of the whip, is yeah. what you're you, saying. I will let you strike him with your whip. We can't, like, wrap it around him. Yes, because him that down. takes a lot more length of a whip. Hmm. And if we, like, shrink him, like we've done in the past, that's not going to do anything to him. Physical shrink is not already not his thing. Yeah. So, yeah. like, any of the glamour and the, and the veil, I don't feel like any of my magic with the veils matter because he can see us. Like, he can see through my disguise already, so it doesn't matter. I will say, making, making Yolok in particular invisible is it always relevant. But what what I'm saying is that Nikumba saw through Skullhead glamour, so is he going to see through the veils? You don't know that. You're not sure. But, but I'm just going to say, he, an invisible Yolok is a terrifying thing. But not if it doesn't, not, not if it's not invisible to, I don't want to use my turn to make him invisible if Nikumba can see through invisibility. Just putting it out there for future thought, because this is kind of where I was going, we have an invisible to undead potion. We, we yes, we have one potion. Oh, yeah. But I'm assuming that's probably in your satchel. And we are not by Yolok. He's in a different zone. I, I'm saying, like, I'm voicing my intentions. I think that I'm is... I'm one stone's throw away. One, po- one potion's throw away. Okay. I'm assuming I probably don't have those. I think Mira probably has those in her probably. little satchel. Because yeah. everything's in Mira's satchel. <laughs> My, my, my Mira Poppins bag? Yes, Mira Poppins <laughs> bag. I love it. I love it. That is now canon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I just don't feel like I can do anything useful except for get into that zone. Okay, so guys, I am just going to say, yes, the intent was to make you deal with the terrain. Like, that is the intent. There are... Okay. conceivable ways around it, but you probably have to deal with the obstacle in order to directly confront him. You could use the whip to get yourself out of and above the sort of mucky surface and test the terrain in the next zone over. Maybe do like a little Indiana Jones swing off of a sconce or a doorknob or something close by to see if it's still muddy 10 feet ahead or behind. You know, the other good thing about moving into the next zone Eleanor is uh, based on how many fate points Nakumba was willing to spend just to oppose me getting near. You know that that's a big fate point sink 
if he's willing to spend that many fate points to prevent you from also getting there, which true. is a valuable thing. Very true. Um, okay, is there like a sconce that I can uh, crack my whip and kind of whip it around that to pull myself out? So that would be, so you'd still be making the, the overcome roll to move the zone. Yep. What you're describing is basically just, in, it's uh, making use of your whip for the effort, which may or may not involve invoking your whip aspect. So, okay. for example, if you needed some extra boost, but I love the description. I think that's an awesome way yep, to describe that, getting yourself out of the mud. I want to get myself out of the mud and over to where Yolok and Nakumba are, because I see Nakumba, I'm pissed. He should not be alive. He should not be here. This should not be happening. <laughs> Difficult too. Oh. Well, that was a negative three, and I was oh, using the... Uh, wait, wait, wait. That, that was just on the dice. Um, I was using clever. What you're describing Obviously. with your whip is very <laughs> clever maneuver, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Which is going to put me at zero, because my clever is three. Um, I'm assuming I need more than that. Need difficulty is two. So, a, Ooh, so you either... A, a fate point... What happens to, to a fate something. point? Will either be a plus two, which will put you at a tie, guaranteed, Ugh. or you can re-roll. Frickin' A. Or you can slog through the mud. Okay, I'm gonna pay a fate point. Okay. I'm gonna invoke my fancy whip aspect. Awesome. That's what I'm using. Ooh, do I just take the plus two and, like, tie it? And get a consequence, or should I re-roll? Re-roll it. Let him let him roll. Almost not roll worse than that. <laughs> okay, different dice. Well, I think same result as if you had just taken the plus two. Well, that's a negative one plus three. Yep. Okay, so, so that's two. a tie. Okay, good. So, uh, so you tie. So you will succeed getting through. But what we'll say is, like you, like you are, you are, a, he'll he'll get a boost that you are slogging through the muck. So okay, he gets a boost to use against against you. You're all mucky. Yeah, yeah. Mucky. Okay. And it's not the most um, elegant boost, but it feels appropriate. Mira, Mira, it is your turn. So Nick, uh, Yolok is Yolok and Eleanor have both moved into Nikumba's zone. Yolok is grappled with big, muddy hands. Eleanor is running along the wall, dangling from her whip as she jumps into the next zone. What are you, And you are facing three flaming skeletons that came across the hall. What are you going to do? So, if they are on fire and animated, does that mean that they are immune to fire damage? Not necessarily, but it's probably not the first place to go. But that doesn't necessarily hold true. Okay. Because on the one hand, I would like to take this opportunity to maybe thin out the trash a little bit. Sure. But I also see my companions moving closer to the boss, and I want to, like, be in that place to be helpful when the next round comes through. But I kind of want to take these out because my um, Staff of Summer Flame stunt is that I can attack all creatures in a zone at range. Yes. They're in your same zone is the only thing I'm going to call out. Bit of a risk to you. Um, 
That is the one thing I'm going to mention. It is unfortunate that your friends left you in a zone with three flaming skeletons. Because they're in my zone, and so this is a, I can't do my ranged attack. Well, you can. You can. It just, there's a... uh, um, You said there's a second group. There's another group in the same zone as Nakumba and now Eleanor and Yolok. And there's there's a, a group with you. So, you could drop a fireball on their big whole mess and hit your friends, or you can drop a fireball in your own zone and you risk being singed too, because it hits everyone okay. in the zone. I might save this then, because it is only once per session, so I might save it um, for maybe when bows disperse a bit. Um so I am going to be inspired by the whip maneuvers, and I'm going to attempt a similar with um, shooting vines, and I'm going to shoot out some Spider-Man-style vines so that they will stick to the ceiling, and I can swing myself into Nakumba's zone Woo! similarly. <laughs> uh, that is uh, that is rad. So you will need to use um, this is your Earth magic. Um, so Go ahead and uh um this this sounds grand. Go for it. Alright. We go flip. This is so what uh this is definitely not focus. No, no, I definitely don't have I would I would argue it's either fast or clever, but I'm a plus two in both. Uh roll with a plus two then. That's that All sounds right. good. Alright. Flip. Flip. <laughs> uh so that's a plus one. Net or on the dice? Net. Ah. Ugh. Unfortunately. Only at a one. Ah, you hate to see a fate point, a fate point spent on every single roll just to make even. <laughs> because you're at a one, we've had a standard, we've had a standing rule that all magic you need to clear a two, or you get a wild magic event that is always not in your favor. So, if you do nothing. You will fail, and there will be a wild magic event. Okay. If you spend a fate point, you will both succeed and avoid the wild wild magic event. So you're not actually facing a tie. You're facing a clear success, a clean success. Right, going from one to a three. So those are your... Um, uh, yay, yay. I do want to call out one thing just because it hasn't come up in too many scenarios before. Um, uh, you can, you, with, when it comes to the wild magic event, you have a choice of either the wild magic event or take stress equal to the shifts to make it a tie. So you could take one stress and still fail, but no wild magic event. You could spend a fate point and succeed. Or you could just fail and let there be a wild magic event, but you take no stress. Those are your options on the table. Well, I think we definitely don't want any wild magic taking place. We don't want to add any additional factors against our favor. No, I'm I'm thinking if we're doing, I'm I'd rather take the stress or spend the fate point, but I think it's way too early to spend a fate point. I don't know. I feel like this is a group fade point economy. I'll take I'll take input from my from my compatriots. Should I spend a fade point 
or should I go one down and spare the stress? I I would spend it. We're in boss fight territory. Yeah, we don't get a refresh though. Yeah, I kind of. We can always like... we can always get compelled to do something. I feel like I need to be in this zone though. Well, there you go. You've answered, you've answered your own question. Compared it's to true. You, you okay. Guys. Then yeah, spend it. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna spend a fate point. Get my All plus right. two. Succeed with my Spider-Man maneuver with my vines on the ceiling to swing into the zone. Sweet. I love it. All right. Congratulations. You have all made it into Nakumba's zone. It's just that easy. <laughs> okay. So, Mira, that was your turn. So, so Yolok slogs through the mud and gets grappled with giant hands coming, rising up out of the mud. Eleanor lashes her whip on a sconce and runs along the wall, and Eleanor spider-mans with vines out of the muck as uh, flaming skeletons step onto the scene. Mira, who is going to go next? Uh, I think it's got to be Yulok. I think we got to go round two on this one. All right. Okay. I am going to stab him. Okay. So... He Actually, will... yeah, I, I, I want, I want to uh, slice at his magic hand. I want to be very specific here. Sure. I want to cut off that glove. Okay. Again. That again. That oh, will be a consequence. That is eventually... that what Yolok did before? Oh yes. Yolok yes. cut the hand off, so yes. now you have yes. to do it. Yes. Again. Yes. It was a and now he's got a fancy new glove with jewels on it, and the treasure hunter sees a ah. bejeweled glove. Yeah. I'm getting it. Awesome. The uh the the hands grasping you are are going to uh uh fight you to to do that. So uh Okay. So that's just that's just justification for him to actively oppose you. Yep. So with uh his clever. So go ahead and uh go ahead and slice at the uh at the cat man. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I am a... Before he goes, sorry. Before he goes, I was going to ask something on my turn. So I haven't taken my hand off the piece yet. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, is passing him a vial an action? If I gave him the potion to take, the invisibility potion, now that I'm in his zone, is that an action? Under the circumstances, yes. A Especially considering the fact that he is being grappled by a thing. Yes. Okay. For Fair. Sure. Okay, then never mind. Okay. We'll get there. Cool. Okay. All right. I am attacking with the stiletto, and uh, I'm attacking fast. And that's plus two hot dice tonight, boys. He's defending with a net three. Okay, so I'm currently standing at, uh, let's see, uh, three plus two plus one. Uh, so that's six. Dang. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's six. Yeah. He's going to spend in his invoke of stone skin. So you slice into him, and it is harder than it should be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's he's spending a fate point. 
he to is, do this? He has, he's spending a, a, a an invoke. So as you hit him, you realize he is much harder than he should be. He came prepared. So he is going, that is a free invoke he is spending, which is going to let him re-roll as, just like a fate point. How, how does he have a free invoke of that? He came prepared for you guys. Ah, oh, beans. All right. So, it's the only invoke he has on this aspect. I will tell you okay. that. You now know okay. the aspect is there. He has enchanted himself with stone skin. So he's re-rolling. Right. Which only made a net of plus one. So he's defending with a four. So he will take, he will take two stress. I'm going to, um, use my stunt lightning wits, uh, where a new scene aspect with one free invoke. Uh, and um, I I want it to be lubricated daggers. So the idea is as, uh, as I was drawing the dagger, I sliced uh, sort of through some of these mucky hands. Uh, and the dagger is uh is a little slipperier and so i can as i'm sort of frantically stabbing at his stone skin i'm getting uh you know a little more purchased with the dagger sure so instead of two stress you'll do four yes all right and i would also like to spend two fate points to bump that up to an eight so wait how many fate points do you have left this would be the end of my fate points. No! So, that... No! I want that glove off of him. Um, he is going to spend another one of his, of his personal fate points on, uh, to boost stone skin again. That brings it okay. down to six. And... Okay. Yeah. Hell, he's going to spend both of his fate points. So he is out of fate points now. Um, and that's good. He is going to, he will still take four stress. That was really brutal. That was good. That's what that was. Okay. So. You whip through the hand, the, the muddy hand slicing through it and your dagger passes through and stabs into his, uh, his solid, his really, really solid form and it vibrates back into your hand a little bit. Um, as if you'd almost like stabbed into a, a, a wall of like stone and mortar and concrete, but you found the gap. In the in the mortar, and your dagger definitely finds a home, and he reels back. Um, the mud around the hands pull, kind of rebinds itself, but he uh, he backs up from you, and with a uh, a ghoulish hiss, <laughs> and he looks real pissed. Good. Okay. Good. 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 All right. Brendan, who, All right. whose turn is it? Uh, Eleanor, bring us home. Okay. 
So I'm in the same zone as him, and I want to use my whip, and I want to whip it around that hand that has the... His spellcasting yeah, hand? Yeah, the spellcasting hand. Okay. So that will be a... Uh, that's a create advantage. Okay. So with your with your whip, go for it. So that's clever. Yep. yep and I so agree. that is going to give me a plus five. Okay. Ooh, so nice. he is going to oppose with fast. And that's a negative one on the dice. That'll give him a two. He is going to um, use his boost that you are mucky. And uh, so that'll give him a four. You had a five? Yeah. 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 So you still win, but it's the it's not succeeding with style. Um and And if uh, I added two to that, would that that would get you style. to succeed with style, yes. <laughs> I, I am going to preemptively spend one of my GM fate points to on his flying aspect to uh bring him up to That'll give him a plus two. So you so that's are... A minus one for Aaron now, right? So now I have yes. to spend my fate point of Lady on a Mission. Done. He is coming down. Okay. So you lash out with your whip, and he tries to... Uh, and it, it coils around his hand. It, it does. He tries to soar up backwards... Um, above the above the mud, and he's not fast enough. And you whip around his hand, and he and his hand is gripping and grasping. But it's, you you've got it. I have it, it tight. It's, I want to pull him down. Okay, so you have him. Your 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 aspect is he is um, he is tangled. That's all I have. That you, oh, yes, okay. you have an aspect with one free invoke. Okay, that, you, that he you've you've got him gripped. Tangled. Tangled. Okay. okay, whose turn is it? Now, uh, Mira. Mira. Blast him to pieces, Mira. We're in the same zone. I can't do anything. You can always do a normal a normal flame bolt, like fire shot. It's just not fireball. Yeah, shoot him. True, I could just incinerate him. Um, I have no fate points left. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think neutralizing him is is the key because hopefully that also means the skeletons will be disabled if he is stopped. So I think removal of the gauntlet is is number one. Um, so I. Uh, I am going to. I was with vines with her. Um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, grab on to the whip and use that to sort of direct and channel these creeping vines that I'm going to remove from the ceiling and like entwine themselves around and under the gauntlet itself to sort of rem- and then recoil them to remove it from his hand. So, you are, okay, so Eleanor has him tangled, and you are trying to strip the gauntlet off of him. Yes. Sure, okay. 
I guess maybe if it comes down to it, I would, I would invoke Tangled. <laughs> If I had exactly, to be- El- exactly. Eleanor has a your uh, because he is tangled. I think there's a vi- there's a chance of success here, um, or that it's easier for me to direct my vines exactly where they need to go because she already has it encircled. Yeah. I, I would have said no if she didn't pathway. have him because she has him. I think you've got a justification to to try this. So, um, go ahead and. Um, let's, uh, let's go ahead and try that. He's obviously opposing. Yeah, I believe that would be rolling with clever because it's nonviolent. (laughs) Technically, I don't know. I I feel like this has to be fast. I mean, I feel like she's boosting up her fast and her clever at similar rates, which is why she's plus two in both. Oh, that's right. There's, it's kind of same diff either way. So yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, narratively, I think she's like, she's quick on her feet. Okay. And he's quick, but, you know, she's had to be quick in body as well on this adventure. So, anyway. Fair plus enough. two, here we go. All right. Uh, plus one of the dice, I'm at three. He is at a four. <sighs> so, can I invoke Tangled at this point? Yes, you may. Okay. With a fate point, or can I use... She has a free invo... So, Aaron has to say yes, but you may use it if she says yes. Which I assume she probably will, but who knows. Do you have Do you have plans for Tangled? I mean, I kind of did, but but what are you going to do with it? She's stripping his glove I'm off. I'm either going to use a fate point to, give you, to oh, keep you... Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. But if I use a fate point to use it, you still get your free invoke. You don't Correct. have Correct. Yes. Yeah, so you, yes. Yeah, so she, option A is she gives you the, uh, the free invoke. Option B is you just pay a fate point to leverage her in her, her own aspect. And then you still get to use it later. Presumably he's still tangled by the time you have another turn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which we assume he will be. We hope he's dead. We want him <laughs> by the dead. time you come up again. Yes. Okay. So gone. I'm asking you, should I, sp- should I spend a fate point, or and and leave you the free one, or? I mean, that seems to be what's in vogue right now. Look, <laughs> I, fate points to get your job done. I think, I think, uh, I think Eleanor and I are kind of hoping you're going to kill him here, or at least make him so that he's not alive, or you know, or he's more dead than he is now. So because her, her... we are one hundred percent committed at this point. <laughs> So to be clear, so like, her solution I appreciate the whole, his I bind off. his hand and I steal his glove. I appreciate that, but I'm going to die. So <laughs> With like the mud hands. That are... <laughs> but okay, truth be told, this is not just Mira being a pacifist. Like, like first step, disarm the bomb. Then you can like dispose of the threat. Like we need to, it may take longer to kill him than to disarm him immediately right now. If this doesn't work. Who knows what happens? But at least if but, we get the glove off, he doesn't have his magic. Right? right. That's the thought. Right. Which yeah. would get rid of all six skeletons in one fell swoop. Yep. We do not know that. That is, that is... That is... That is an assumption. What are you know? doing? Make a decision. Uh, are you spending the fate point, point or are you taking Eleanor's invoke? You, you can... You, 
He's still tangled. Even if you take her invoke, it is at least still an aspect in play. Yeah. She just okay. can't spend take the invoke anymore. The I, I gotta go with Mira's gut. She wants to disarm it and immediately like make the magic stop because that would return the floor. That would possibly disarm the skeletons and it would certainly make him super mad. So we'll see how this goes. And if we have to up the ante next round, then okay. she'll maybe rethink her thoughts on violence. But yeah, I'm going to spend a fate point to use Tangled so that Eleanor still has the free invoke if she needs it. And I am going to use my vines to entwine under, around, through, and pull back his gauntlet. So you reach your hand out and grab hold of Eleanor's whip and then vines run up the line. And case themselves around his glove and then yank back, taking the, peeling the glove <gasps> off of his hand. It works! It Woo! works. That He's degloved! Rad. Degloved! And at that point, the muddy hands holding onto Yolok. Oh, good. The floor is still mud. Mm. Because it was, it, the, that was a effect that he created, the hands were requiring active concentration. Okay. So. What about the skeletons? The skeletons, notably, nothing happens to the skeletons. Great, 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 great. So, um, so yeah, but the mud hands totally go away. Awesome, guys. Six fate points later, and we got rid of uh, mud hands that didn't have any free invokes. Well done. We've done it. <laughs> Presumably, you Woo. just shut down his trans- his uh, his normal magic, his transmutation, which is kind of what he was known for. But do the skeletons now know what they should be doing? They don't. Nothing seems to have changed in the way the skeletons are behaving. Are they just standing there? Depends on whose turn it is. Eleanor. It's Mira. Or Mira, sorry. <laughs> Mira. <laughs> whose turn is it? Uh, at this so point... So at this point, it either has to be Nakumba or the skeletons, correct? Correct. So we're going to get four turns yes. of Nakumba and skeletons. Yep. Woo! Well... I gave it my best shot at pacifism, so we'll see what happens when Mira's turn comes around. I won't suck this bad later, I promise, guys. I'm sorry. Hey, you got, well, you got the glove off. Of that me. was not a that was a big deal. I'm not. I, I in all seriousness, guys, you just where is the glove? Mira has it now. She has I, it. Yeah, I recoiled. Or at least it's on the vines, maybe, like, on the ground by her, but... Well, I mean, we need to know where sure. the glove is. Is there any chance that I could just roll a straight-up-and-down bonus dice to see if I could recoil it so that it, like, magically... It's on your hand! Like, back onto my hand, <gasps> and I could wear it mid... Like, I could catch it mid-air. Yes! Roll one dice. If you get a plus, it is now on your hand. <gasps> Sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> I got four blank dice. <laughs> oh, I meant just roll one dice and see what Oh, you... just but... roll one, not four. Do it again. <laughs> oh, this one. I literally got all blanks. Wow. Aww. 
So um, with that, I'm gonna say that the uh, the glove lands at oh, your feet, Mira. Oh, that was gonna be okay. amazing. So it was gonna go on her hand, and she was gonna control the skeletons, and it was. So, is All right. Nikumba going, or are the skeletons going? I think we need to see what the skeletons are capable of to inform our next decision. Yep. I think we need to let the skeletons go. We've not done anything violent against the skeletons. It's true. And there is a flaming skeleton in front of them, and skeletons aren't renowned for being smart. It's true. Yeah, skeletons are going. Okay, And it's mucky floor. The skeletons who are in the zone that y'all started in, they still have to fight against the mud. So they surge forward and don't do well at all. And uh, so they slog through the mud and uh, don't make it far enough to be into into your zone. So they are useless. The others who are in your same zone are a little more useful. And... Um, so each one of you are taking a an attack from a flaming skeleton. So this is a... They're attacking you with a brutal plus two. So um, Eleanor takes a two hit. Mira takes a four hit. And Yolok takes a three hit. So for each of you to defend against. So two, four, and three. What are we using to defend? Uh, any other physical attacks are typically fast, but not. But there's others. Okay. Yeah, generally uh, fast. I I match. Okay. Um, I've got a one, and they were at a two. So you will take one stress. Okay. Yolok, you will take no stress, but they will uh, get a boost on you, and. Mira, what's your defense? I'm rolling with fast. And that is a plus two. Okay, so you will also take one stress. One stress. Yeah. Okay, so the flaming skeletons surge forward and uh, flaming claws rake all of you. And you're so you're you're all kind of have a fleeting skeleton in your face, and the other ones are slogging their way through the mud at your rear. Okay, so now it is Nakumba's turn. Okay, so with his glove stripped, he is angry, and he is going to surge forward at Mira and he is going so the the fell light in his eyes flares as he surges forward at you he opens his mouth and you see you feel like your being is being drawn into his mouth for Eleanor and Yolok you guys see him start to, like, suck her essence towards him as he surges forward and the fell light flares. He is making a brutal attack on you with um his, uh, basically it's an energy drain attack. 
Um, he doesn't have his glove anymore. Correct. This is not tied to his nor his uh, wizardry magic. This is part of him getting turned into an undead nastiness. Okay. So this is a different source. And Mira has a negative energy ward, which that should protect correct. her against this. She can in use that as part of her defense here. Okay. That was the first thing on my yep. mind. Because 100%. Leave, that's coming into play. Could, hey, uh, a kind and benevolent uh, GM. Yep. Could I uh, get compelled to take this hit for Mira by jumping in the way of the beam uh, via complete dedication to the mistresses? Yes, I will let you do that. You can have the fate point. You have a defense of zero if you do this. Because I have do the amulet and you do not. Do I? Do I still get to roll? That's or... what I'm saying. Is if if we're if we're I'm not let I'm not giving you a fate point to roll on to to uh, roll a defense against that. No, I'm not. Okay, so that. so do I get so the defense is just straight zero, no modifiers, no approach, anything, just you, zero. You take it instead of her. I would like to do that. Okay, have a fate point, sir. So, okay. if you live to use it, jeez. Yeah, this probably <laughs> this probably won't kill him, <laughs> especially with that roll. Uh, yeah, take one stress. That's really, ah. really lame. The uh, great was really that shaken. was a terrible, was a terrible roll. roll. Great roll for us. That, okay, this is too cool of a moment to let go like that. I am sending my final GM fate point for the scene to give this some teeth. I'm re-rolling those stupid dice, because that was really okay. sad. Oh my gosh, it's still... Ugh... <laughs> Not meant to be. Not meant to be. You only take one stress, sir. So Yolok leaps in front of Mira as he sur as a uh, as Nikumba surges forward, and for a brief moment, Mira's feels herself getting sucked into his mouth. But then Yolok is in the way, and Yolok feels the 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 fell eyes penetrating into his soul, and a, a little bit of him gets sl slipped slips its way out. And, uh, and, uh, that is, uh, that is that. That was very That's underwhelming. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now, that was a glimpse of what we know he's capable of, yes. even removed of his sorcery He still power. seems to have his, he still seems to have necromantic abilities, but his transmutation yeah. magic has been brought to a halt. Okay. And Yolok gets a fate point, right? Yolok gets a fate point. Woo! Awesome. That was cool. So now, who does Nakumba choose to go next? Uh, Nakumba is going to choose the skeletons to go next. So we are at the top of a new round. Yeah. Skeletons go next. Everyone's going to get beat on by the skeletons. So uh, Yolok takes a two. Mira takes a two. And Eleanor takes a three. Um, I defend with a three. Okay, so you take 
Uh, you you don't take anything, but they get a boost against you. Oh, Yolak, they're going to add their boost from last time because they tied you. So they'll add okay. their boost. So you get a... Uh, uh, they were at a two. Four. They were at a two, so they're at a four. Yeah, so I've got a three. Okay, take one stress unless you want to do something about it. Nope. Okay. And then Mira. Uh, I'm at a three. You are at a three, and they had a two, so you are fine. Okay, so they come uh, clawing at you, but they uh, you you step backwards, Mira, and they uh, the they slog through the mud too slowly and can't quite get to grips with you. Uh, Yolok, they uh, the one coming after you is uh, scra- scraping against your arm and. Eleanor, they are swiping at you, and you are kind of jumping around trying to avoid them. So now they are going to they are going to uh, pass it back to Nakumba. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Oh, because it's a new rep. Yeah. Yep. So Nakumba is going to. Drain on Yolok again. Let's do it. Yeah, boy. Ooh, and this time it's a five. Okay. Woo. Uh, do I get to defend with anything this time? Or you is it... do, yes. Now you can defend as normal, yes. Okay. Okay, I've got a four. <clears throat> okay, go ahead and take one stress. Okay. <laughs> How many stress are you at now? I have uh, one remaining stress before I have to start accepting conditions. Okay. Ooh. Sounds good. All right, then. Um, you know what? Uh, Nakumba is going to pass it to Mira. Now, I wonder if, like, if his whole fell magic is also affected by fire, because yeah, I want to incinerate him. It's time. And the tide is turning. She tried the way of disarming and now she's pulling out all the stops. I will say you, you know, have all... no reason to think he is immune to he has resistance to fire at this point. Okay. There's nothing implying that in the scene. Okay. I think at this moment, she is. She saw him lunge at her, and in that brief moment where she did look straight in his eyes, she knows that the life that she chose to spare is gone. He is now a a necrotic shell of what he once was, and it's time to just end this. And so she whips around and takes the Staff of Summer Flame, points it directly at his head, okay. and Blasto. So are you doing the normal fire attack that it can do at will, or are you doing fireball with all your friends in the zone? No, this is a very targeted okay, one. Right. One person, all of its capability, targeted at a single um a single individual to spare any of the collateral damage that yeah. it's known for. Okay, go ahead. Roll your brutal. Right. Ooh. 
minus one on the dice. He has a three on the dice and a three fast, giving him a six. He is tangled, but this invokes on tangled. Do you no wait to air? Uh, I have one. You still have your invoke on tangled, so he is still tangled. If you want to uh, apply that here, depending on how it all works out, he is at a six defense. Well, Nira's not known for her brutality. Her brutal is zero. Yep. And I just got a negative on the dice. I'm. God, if he rolled a six, I can't. On my best day, I can't do much against that. He rolled really, really well. Yeah. You may not want. You may just want to let that stand. Just like it would take an awful lot of resources to. Exactly. I'm not. With my full arsenal, I'm not sure I could. Yeah, to just do some stress. I. It's up yeah. to you, but I, I'd probably let it stand if I were you. I'm gonna let it go. I'm just gonna take the failure. All right, so you you blast your uh, a firebolt at him, and he he dives out of the way and and comes to grip against the tension on the uh, the the whip on his wrist, and uh, and realizes that he is still tangled by Eleanor and is not happy about it. Mira, who is next? It's got to be Eleanor. It, I think you're right. Ooh. Okay, so he's still tangled. He is still tangled. You've got him on the line, and he's whipping around like a fish. Yeah, I think you got to pull <laughs> him down into the mud, because I want to get him to where Yolot can... Yep. I mean, I don't know if we can kill him, but we're going to try. Okay, go ahead and try to uh, try to pull him down. Is this is actually just very... stage one of the fight. Uh, he hasn't entered his final form yet, so... <laughs> this feels like... Before, this feels like a... Very like physical wrestling, like a brutal. This feels like a brutal thing. Yes, that's what I was trying to yes. say. This is not fast or clever. Okay, so that's gonna give me plus four. Okay, <clears throat> and I want to invoke thirsty. Oh, so I'm... not so. That are you? <clears throat> you're you're you you're bringing you're spending. That's a, it, these aren't invokes. Wait. Oh, actually, wait. So I'm gonna invoke. So I, I've got four, and yeah. I want to invoke Tangled. You're invoking Tangled. So that will give me a plus six. Okay, good. Cool. Holding the holding out on Thirsty for the time being, I assume? Yeah, okay. I'm going to hold out All on right. it, see what happens. Okay. Uh, let's see. He's got a, He only has a two, and does not really have any, any other invokes to, to bring to bear here. So you had a six, you said? Yeah. So that's a success with style. Woo! So you are Yay! going to you've got and your whip on him. Down. Yeah, you tear him down to the ground and he Into lands the mud. In, he lands in the mud. Splashes. <laughs> mud sprays as he crashes down into the into the, the soft mud. So what do I get from does that mean I, that he's still tangled? We have another free invoke on that. So you so he is now um he is now in the mud and you have an invoke on that. You actually have that he's still two tangled. invokes two, on that. It's two invokes, isn't it? You succeeded with style. But isn't he still tangled? Uh he is technically still tangled. You spent the invoke on it, but he is still tangled. 
and he is in the mud, and you have two free invokes on in the mud. Okay. Because he crashes. You, you basically just generated an extra yeah. free invoke, which was awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Let's pass it to Yolok. Okay. He face plants it in the mud. Yeah. I, um, I am going to... I want to put him right by Yolok, it's by it. the way. Of course. Okay. It, you're all in the same zone. It's It's kind of... It's all fair. So, I, I again, I kind of hate doing the negotiate with the GM thing, but but I I am gonna go fate point fishing here if that's okay. Um, I'm and if if I um one of one of the things about being driven by the king killer is it forces Yolok to take actions that you know, are not his usual style, you know, in, instead mm-hmm. of being efficient and ruthless, he's much more bold and um, merciless. Uh, and I'm wondering if uh, if you would be willing to basically compel, driven by the king killer, such that instead of attacking fast with a dagger, if I was attacking brutally with my bare hands... And basically trying to smother him in the mud. Ooh. Grizzly. That is interesting. Uh, so that means you're using brutal instead of fast, and you're not getting your light weapon benefit. Correct. Sure. Sure. I dig this idea. Okay. Okay. So Yolok is going to leap on his back and try to bury his his uh, face into the mud. Yes. Okay. That's pretty fun. I like that. Okay. Here we go. Oh! On the floor. That's a zero on the table. Where did the other dice go? Uh, and we got a plus on the floor and a plus on the floor. So that's, t- uh, two and a one. So that's a three. You're rolling against a three. So you get, you've got a tie. Okay. Um, Eleanor, could I please use those two invokes yeah. that you have created? Yeah. Okay. So that would take it from a three to a five to a seven. So, um, here's the thing I'm going to call out right now is you are banking on him being suffocatable in the mud. Reliant on oxygen. <laughs> so, I am going to say that you, I, I, this is the moment that you discover he is no longer breathing. So, how is, so, I think the question here is, how is in the mud adding, really adding to this? Okay, so, can can you describe the scene to me and tell me exactly how this goes down and exactly what point I realize he's not breathing? So, he is face planted in the mud, I imagine you leaping on his, his, him straddling his back, both of your hands on the back of his head, and you shove it down into the mud. 
and you wait for the like familiar feel of asphyxiation that you have you have done before because you've you've killed like this before maybe not in the mud but you've strangled somebody before yeah after a moment or two you realize that is not happening so his face okay. is deep down in the mud you've definitely okay. buried him in there so um there is no but he is not drowning in the mud he's buried in the mud okay so that being said is is it still uh is it settled law that i have used those invokes of in the of in the mud what i'm i'm actually saying no you would they would stay free you would get a boost on him because you've buried his face you've buried his head down into the mud um, okay. You have, uh, but we have not used the invokes that Eleanor has created. Correct. I'm not going to be that much of a jerk. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, kind and benevolent GM. But okay. you, you jumped on his back, and instead of stabbing him, which would have been the best thing to do, you instead tried to like shove his yeah. face down, and he's wrestling with you, seemingly full strength. Okay. And uh, but you had you have a boost on him. Okay. So now I'm going to popcorn the order back to myself. Uh, this is because it's a new round. No, Eleanor. I don't think Eleanor. And no, I went. You went. Eleanor yeah, went. I, I, I she got down. the two invokes. Yeah. Oh, so the skeletons yes, went. Right. Then Nakumba went. Then Eleanor went. Then Mira went. You're right. And then I went. You're right. Go for it. I'm gonna popcorn back to myself, realizing that he's not, you know, gurgling to death. Uh, rip out the stiletto and just draw it up the back of his spine. Go for it. This is totally appropriate. He is a sitting duck at this moment. Dang it. All right. Well, that's a zero on the dice and a three fast. So that's a three. Uh, plus one for light attack. So that's four. Plus my boost. That's a six. Um, he has a defense of four. Plus the two invokes is a ten. Okay, that, so he will take six stress, so he is going to take off his moderate consequence and his remaining two stress. It's basically me, so uh, we will say he is, it's a good moderate consequence here, um... If I if I spend a fate point, does he die? Uh, like I I guess I don't understand. If, if like if you spend a fate, so if you spend a fate point, that will instead put him in a severe consequence territory. Uh-huh. It will not take him out. If you ha- could spend two fate points somehow, then that would that would overwhelm any absorption capability that I could do. Uh, yeah, I'm going to spend both of the fate points that I just earned okay. via compulse. So, so yeah, that I, I am so what I done with this cat. Yeah. <laughs> All Mira right. and Eleanor teed it up like it, it is it is through sheer force of will and dedication and ferocity uh, and uh, and yeah, that that Yolok just keeps uh, keeps stabbing and slicing sure. and dragging. And I think it's um, probably pretty alarming to look at. I think that this is a side of Yolok that is really not, it's it's one that's new for him, certainly since he 
came into possession of King Killer, he keeps just stabbing and stabbing and ripping and tearing and dissecting and pulling pulling Nakumba's body into pieces on the floor. I think that he feels also partly responsible for Nakumba coming back to uh to you know inflict pain on the mistresses in the first place. So there's a conflict here. On the one hand, he feels responsible and on the other hand, um he's lost in his own bloodlust. So Yolak cuts loose. I have a really important question for you. Which yeah. dagger are you using? I'm using the stiletto still. Okay. All right. So you see him just, you, the two of you see him just, he's straddling Nakumba's back. He shoves Nakumba's head down into the mud, and then he pulls out his dagger and just pin cushions up and down and side. And, and the flaming skeletons stagger forward towards all of you. And as Nakumba's legs kick in the mud, the flaming skeletons reach out a claw at each one of you and fall to the ground. He was controlling them! Hallelujah! And Yolak is still stabbing. You know, I'm just going to let him keep stabbing. (laughs) We need to make sure that this kitty cat is done. We never want to see Nakumba again. There are his the the hallways littered with pieces of his spine. I mean, at this point, I don't want Yolak to overexert himself because we still gotta. <laughs> so, so I think. Get out of here. Yeah. At after after a moment, um, I think Yolak kind of catches himself and realizes, you know, that Eleanor and Mira are gazing down upon him, and his senses come back to him. Uh, slowly at first, and then everything at once. And uh, he he slowly picks himself up, and sort of looking down and around, and seeing sort of what he's done. He doesn't really he doesn't say anything. There aren't really words that could really justify or explain right now. And even if there were, it's not the point of the mission. And so he drags his dagger along his, uh, along his trousers to clean it. There's no cleaning right now. You are absolutely head to toe covered in and, in mud and ichor. So yeah, so I think it's almost like a reflex, right? Sure. Even though the even though the dagger is not clean, it's the reflex of you know of resheathing it. Sure. Uh, and so he walks over, um, sort of shuffles by Mira and Eleanor. Um, and bends down, picks up the glove, 
stuffs it in his jacket, walks over to the cell, and starts picking the lock. 